Why is it that there are individuals who seem to lead a charmed life when it comes to their career? Yes, they do put in the work, they are dedicated and driven, but there is this additional X factor that seems to propel them forward, powering their career to greater heights. I believe that X factor is emotional intelligence. Hi, my name is Muchamulingo. I am an emotional intelligence coach. Welcome to the EQ at Work podcast, a platform where I will share how you can leverage the learnable skill of emotional intelligence to power up your career. EQ at Work podcast, episode number 24. God cares about your emotions. As part of the celebrations for Women's Month in South Africa, I was invited to speak on a platform that has become dear to my heart, the virtual prayer experience with evangelist Itu Maboye and his co-hosts, evangelist Ben Mwamba and Pastor Michael Maforo. We had such an amazing experience in conversation and prayer, but such as it is when time is not unlimited, I didn't really get an opportunity to share everything I had prepared. So this week, Allow me to use this platform to share my heart. The theme was your EQ in a crisis. And the objective was to provide the women listening with some insights into how emotional intelligence can help us in these trying times. The outbreak of this COVID-19 pandemic has impacted people in varying ways across the African continent. We have all suffered some form of loss, loss of loved ones, loss of income, job losses, and a loss of normalcy, the way we used to do things. In this period of uncertainty, many of us are experiencing heightened levels of stress and anxiety. Whilst the pandemic has caused this loss, this stress and unemployment and challenges in business for people all over the world, Women, mothers in particular, are experiencing the effects to a higher degree. According to a Care International report conducted on the basis of first-person accounts of more than 10,000 participants who gave their views of the challenges faced by women during COVID-19, it was found that 27% of women reported an increase in challenges associated with mental illness, compared to only 10% of men. In dealing with an impossible and constant juggling act of kids, plus career, in addition to the unpaid care burdens, plus all the other responsibilities, make it harder for women to care for themselves, which in turn affects their mental health and emotional well-being. It is therefore important for women to be more intentional about managing their mental and emotional well-being. And I believe that emotional intelligence is one of the ways that we as women can take charge in this space. How exactly can emotional intelligence help women to navigate this challenging time? Well, Before we dive into emotional intelligence and how it can help, 
I'd like to share some mental health and emotional well-being myths that you hear amongst us as Christians. The first is this idea that mental illness and emotional challenges are a sign of weakness. And so we tell each other, chin up, be strong, shake it off. But mental illnesses like depression are not a character flaw. They are a legitimate clinical condition. Another myth that exists out there, another saying that is thrown around is that you should just surrender your mental illness to God. Just pray about it. You are obviously not praying enough. Would you tell someone with cancer to just pray about it? Or would you tell them to pray because God is more than able to intervene, but get help as well because God uses doctors too? Another phrase I have heard is that it's just God's way of testing you, testing your faith. But God does not bring illness our way to test our faith. He does, however, give us strength to deal with it in the event that it does arise. The last one is this, your mental illness, your inability to navigate emotional challenge is a punishment for your sins. You are a bad Christian. And whilst we may not say it in those words, but we imply it. The space you find yourself in, if you are struggling, isn't really because you are a bad Christian. We suffer ill health mentally, emotionally, physically as a result of the curse of sin. Sometimes, true, there may have been choices in our past that we have made and those choices may have consequences, but it's important to note that God is not punishing you, but he is able to restore Having dispensed with those myths, let's just reflect for a moment. Over the last 18 months, what are some of the uncomfortable emotions that you have felt? I'm talking about those emotions that you have felt driven to suppress or ignore or wish away. Take a moment to connect with yourself and reflect. Emotions that provide us with unpleasant feelings have traditionally and I always say unfairly been labeled negative emotions. People tend to want to avoid them, force them away or silence them as soon as they emerge. But emotions aren't good or bad. They just are. Emotions are tools. Emotions are data. Emotions are a message from you to you, giving you insight. They let you know where you are in your life and if you need to make changes. Whilst you may see these uncomfortable emotions as a problem, they are actually an important tool created by God himself, calling you to pay attention. Your emotions are informative, like a warning light on your car, telling you that something is at risk. Often it's a warning sign that we have stopped paying attention. And in the same way that you wouldn't ignore the fuel light in your car, you ought not to ignore how you feel. So how can emotional intelligence help? 
Let's start with a definition of what emotional intelligence actually is. Emotional intelligence is defined as the ability to perceive, use, understand, and handle emotions. Simply put, emotional intelligence is being smart with your feelings. Your emotions provide invaluable insight and emotional intelligence helps you to utilize that insight appropriately. Another definition of emotional intelligence coined by six seconds is being more aware, more intentional and more purposeful. We practice emotional intelligence when we develop greater self-awareness, build capacity to self-regulate and leverage the power of purpose. Emotional intelligence, I believe, begins with self-awareness. The concept of self-awareness is one principle that relates to our spiritual growth, which is least taught and understood today. As Christians, we typically view emotions with suspicion for fear of being carried away. Not only that, we consider self-awareness unimportant because we feel our priority as Christians is to develop God awareness an understanding of who and what God is so that we can live a life in obedience to him. We know that this God awareness is achieved through cultivating a life of prayer, biblical study, relying fully on the Holy Spirit. And so self-awareness then is viewed as detrimental and sometimes even a new age philosophy, somehow contradictory to the principle of God awareness. And yet the Bible calls us to understand self, not just for the sake of it, but in order to draw closer to God. How can you have a deep and rich relationship with someone who you can't be honest and vulnerable with? One person who shared his inner thoughts and feelings with God was David. The Psalms are littered with his heartfelt cries towards heaven as he shared his frustrations, his fears, and his anxieties. David understood the importance of knowing who he truly was at his core and sharing his innermost feelings, not just for the sake of it, but so that God would redeem and restore him. Psalm 139 verse 23 and 24 says, Search me. God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. It is extremely important to pursue self-awareness. When we are lacking in self-awareness, our emotions can actually lead us astray and we misunderstand ourselves and this can lead to misunderstanding God as well. Our pride blinds us with inaccurate ideas about who we are in relationship with God. In her book, Counsels for the Church, Ellen White puts it this way. To men whom God designs shall fill responsible positions. He in mercy reveals their hidden defects that they may look within and examine critically the complicated emotions and exercises of their own hearts and detect that which is wrong. Thus they may modify their dispositions and define their manners. 
the Lord in his providence brings men where he can test their moral powers and reveal their motives of action so that they may improve what is right in themselves and put away that which is wrong. God would have his servants become acquainted with the moral machinery of their own hearts. In order to bring this about, he often permits the fire of affliction to assail them that they may become purified. The journey then to effectively utilizing our emotions, navigating them appropriately, begins with understanding what they are. Remember, emotional intelligence is being more aware, more intentional, and more purposeful. When we submit who we really are to the Lord, he empowers us to make appropriate life choices and live life on purpose. God is the one who gave you your emotions. And when you don't pay attention, you are not utilizing them as they were designed. They say what you don't know won't hurt you. But in EQ speak, we know that what you don't know will surely derail you. When you ignore or suppress your emotions, they have a tendency to bleed out in ways that are ultimately more harmful. While self-awareness is critical and the lack of it can be dangerous, we must not seek self-awareness for the sake of sheer introspection. With a mere focus on self-awareness, we may miss why God wants us to be more self-aware. Self-awareness and the various techniques we use to cultivate it or to show us how our fears, our insecurities, our anger, our envy, our apathy, our self-righteousness and other struggles keep us from loving God with freedom and fullness. Self-awareness then is not the ultimate goal. It is the means by which we become more aware of our desperate need for Jesus. So let me get practical because we're talking about how emotional intelligence can help us in this difficult time. Allow me to share three tips that can help you to leverage the power of emotional intelligence in times like these, times that have us feeling as though our world has been turned upside down and inside out. Here's tip number one, be real. God wants a deeper, more intimate relationship with you and he is ready to meet you where you are. John chapter six, verse 37. All those the father gives me will come to me and whoever comes to me, I will never drive away. You do not need to fix yourself up first. You do not need to put up a front. Be you, authentically you. Whatever anxiety, fear, overwhelm, anger you may feel, give it to God. He can take it. His shoulders are broad enough. And he cannot begin the work of restoration and healing if you do not allow him to do so by talking about how you are feeling. Tip number two, claim the word of God. It is important to note here that whilst emotions are data, they are not directives. Just because you feel a certain way, it doesn't mean that you must act that way. 
as you surrender your heart to the Lord, remember that you are just as much rational as you are emotional. And so immerse yourself in the word of God, my dear sister, and let it take root in your life. Speak God's word over your situation and then believe in faith that you have received it. In 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, the word says that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. When you are afraid, go to God and pour out your heart and then claim his word. Whether you feel it or not, speak it in your life. Tip number three, take charge of your self-care. What is self-care? Self-care is feeding your soul, nourishing your spirit. More often than not, women put themselves last on the list. But here's the thing. You cannot give what you don't have. Your family, your colleagues and employees, your community are better off when you show up as the best version of yourself. So how can we do that? Well, here's three quick tips for self-care. Prayer, meditating upon and claiming scripture. Get active. You don't have to join the gym. Just be active and do whatever is fun for you. Your physical well-being impacts your emotions and mental state. And start journaling. Write down how you feel. Reflect on the day you've had and learn all of your patterns. Your self-care cannot be an afterthought. It must be a priority and you must jealously guard your me time. As women, we often feel like we are victims to our emotions. We've heard it said a million times that women are too emotional. Whilst women may tend to be more prone to emotional responses due to our internal wiring, the issue is more that we are not utilizing the God-given tools that we have been given appropriately. Emotional intelligence helps you to make sense of your emotions and then utilize them as a strategic resource. And this will help you at work and in life. May God bless you. You have been listening to the EQ at Work podcast with me, Muchamlingo. Tune in every fortnight as I share EQ tips and insights that will help you to power up your career with emotional intelligence, the soft skill that drives professional success. This podcast is for professionals who are keen to leverage the learnable skill of emotional intelligence to increase impact and effectiveness and build and strengthen professional relationships to maximize influence at work.